I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. Father in heaven, I want to thank you for the word that we have read. Speaking about your son, Jesus Christ. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, to minister to us, to speak to us, reveal to us who Jesus is, reveal to us who we are also in him. Holy Spirit, we welcome you again. Take over and speak to us in Jesus' name. John talks about, in the book of John and Mark, we've read about Jesus going to John the Baptist to be baptized. John, the writer on the book of John, gives us a little bit of more details of what transpired. When John saw Jesus coming, he acknowledged and he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That's how he describes him. And this is he this is he of whom I said. After me comes a man who ranks, who, who ranks before me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water that he might be revealed to Israel. It's very interesting because down there John says, I myself did not know him. But he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. John says that he did not know him. And one would ask, How come John would not know who Jesus was. Yet we know from the same scriptures that Mary and Elizabeth were related. But John says he did not know him. And we need to ask ourselves, what does John mean that he did not know him? What happened? What, what is going on here? My understanding, or the kind of revelation I have here, John is not talking about the physical man, Jesus. For it is not possible that these cousins had not interacted for that three plus years, or rather 30 years. 
But John is talking of Christ being revealed to Israel. His identity being revealed. And today I want to talk to you about identity. Your identity in Christ. Amen? Jesus had to be revealed. His identity had to be revealed. And when John saw him, he did not address him as son of Joseph. John, this moment is very, very critical and important for John. And not just for John. For the entire world. Because this is the moment that he, Jesus, the Son of God, is being revealed to Israel and to the world by his Father. Praise the Lord. What a great moment it is. And John said, I did not know him. Though I talked about him and I said, there is one coming after me. Whose straps of sandals I cannot even bear to untie. Say, I am not even worthy to touch his shoes. But he is coming. But he has not been revealed to him who he is. That's the most interesting thing. It has not been revealed to him who this one is. He said, behold, there is one that is coming. John knew and he knew, he knew the purpose. The reason why he came. He said, the reason why I came and I baptized. I am doing it to prepare the way for him. But he is coming. And here he comes. His identity needs to be revealed. Why? Because identity tells us who you are, isn't it? Identity will tell us, even if you dress, you are a man and dress like a woman, your identity, that is with the government of the Republic of Kenya, registered, will always reveal that he was born on this particular date and his gender was male. So even if you change it and try to change wear whatever clothes you wear, your identity remains. That's what tells us that you are a male and you are not a female, isn't it? So identity is very important. And people are busy trying to fight their identity. People are busy all over looking for ways to affirm themselves. Because without an identity, you are naked. Without an identity, you are not known. Without an identity, even yourself, you are not sure of who you are. We try to fight identity. And there are many ways 
of trying to fulfill or to find our identity. Sometimes we look for material things. Sometimes we look for positions. We look for money. We look for fame. Because we want to be identified. We want to have an identity. But the question that you need to ask yourself, who affirms your identity? Who reveals who you are? For Christ, the Bible has told us, heaven tore open. Praise God. I don't know whether you understand what that means. John reports he saw heaven open. It tore open. The sky opened for the first time. And there was a voice from heaven that spoke. And not just before the voice, there was a dove that came down. And the Bible says, rested on him. And that's the spirit of God. In other words, God released his spirit to rest on his son. To give him his identity. So that he can be revealed to humanity. Without any ambiguity. Praise the Lord. And then the voice declared. This is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. Praise the Lord. I think I've told you before. That according to the Jewish tradition. When a son becomes of age, and especially the firstborn, after the father or the parents have invested a lot in him, they have trained him, they have taught him all that he needs to know, he has matured enough, and the father is confident that he can now take his position, in other words, he can take the father's position. The father take him to the public square, all at the gate, and make a, pro make a pronouncement to the public that this is my son. I am well pleased with him. I am ready to transfer my authority to him. And from today henceforth, he can transact on my behalf. He can speak on my behalf. If he comes to you, it is like me coming to you. Because he has matured and he is, a, he is ready to take responsibilities. Praise the Lord. So the father declares to the public. And this is what happened to Jesus. And the Jews were meant to understand 
Because they are used to that kind of pronouncement. So when he said, this is my beloved son, when the voice said, and this is the father saying, the father was simply saying, I am transferring all my authority to him. He can now act on my behalf. Praise the Lord. And Jesus from that day gained identity. And the identity he changed from being the son of Joseph to be, become, to be referred to as the Lamb of God who comes to take away the sins of the world. And immediately that announcement was made. Jesus knew who he was. And he knew he has authority. He never went back to the carpenter's shop to continue with the carpentry work. He started his ministry. And the Bible tells us, immediately that happened, he was taken by the Spirit to the desert to be tempted. And after the temptation for 40 days, he again went and entered into the synagogue. And if you remember, he took the scroll. And he went to Isaiah 61. Yeah? And he read the scriptures and he said, Today in your eyes, these scriptures have been fulfilled. He pronounced, I came to set the captives free. I came to open the eyes of the bride. I came to declare the ear of the Lord. Why? He had acquired his identity. And he cannot be questioned. Because it was made in public and people heard. And he gained his confidence and went to do the work that the Lord called him to do. Praise the Lord. The moment you discover yourself, the moment you are revealed to yourself and to the rest of the people, you cannot afford to stay where you are. You've got to take up your assignment. And you've got to move and do what you've been called to do. I want to show you something. Jesus tells the disciples, tarry ye in Jerusalem. Don't leave Jerusalem until you're endowed with the Holy Spirit and power. Okay? And then when that happens, what happens? Peter became so bold, he took the mic, if there was a mic that day, because there was a crowd outside that came to question, who are these? We hear them speaking in our languages. The Bible says the Jews had gathered from various nations in Jerusalem. And they say, we hear them speaking Greek. We hear them speaking this language. We hear them speaking out. We hear them glorifying. Who are they? What has happened to them? Praise the Lord. And Peter comes out. And he quotes the scriptures. goes to the book of John. This is what was spoken. Will happen. And he delivers a sermon to them. 
and 3,000 gave their lives to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Peter has already started working because he has already received his identity. I want you to go with me. Let's read a scripture. Uh, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 14. If you can project it very quickly. 13. In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also having believed you are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Just hold on there. It says, in him you also trusted. We're talking about Christ, isn't it? Alright? We are talking about Christ. In him you also trusted. And in this case, let's talk about ourselves. Okay, we are not talking to the Ephesians. We're talking to ourselves. In him you also trusted. Okay? In him I also trusted. That is why I am here today. Talking about him. It is in him that I trusted. After I heard the word of truth. What happened when you heard the word of truth? You trusted him. You believed after you heard that word being spoken. Alright? The gospel of your salvation. That's what we talk about the gospel. The gospel of our salvation. That's how we got born again. Someone spoke to us the word of God. Amen? When you heard that word of truth, you believed the word of truth and you trusted in him and you believed that he has the power to save you. He has the power to deliver you. If you are sick, you are told he has the power to heal you. Did you believe or you did not? You believe. That is why you are seated here today. Are you a believer or not? Please answer me today. You are a believer. Do you, did you trust in him? Do you still trust in him? I want to show you something. Having believed, you are sealed. Amen? You did not just believe and it added there. No. After you trusted in him, after you heard the truth, and you receive salvation. Praise God. Then the scripture says, you were sealed with what? With the Holy Spirit? Of promise. Praise God. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. What happened to Jesus when he was baptized? Come on. Today I want to show you something. The Holy Spirit descended upon? Upon him. And there was a voice that made a declaration. This is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. His identity was revealed. Hallelujah. When you come to Christ. Praise God. When you come to Christ. By trusting in Him. Believing in the word of truth. Then, you are sealed. What does that seal mean? Those of you that understand, you know, what a seal is. What a company seal is. If a document has a company seal, it will be very difficult for you 
to challenge that document or to disown it, even that very company. It has to prove whose seal is this. Because you cannot have two seals. Your seal is your seal. And a seal is kept at a key. Rock and key, not key and lock. It is rock and key. And not everybody has access to it. Because it is an important instrument. Because once a document is sealed, it becomes a legal document. Praise the Lord. Now you are being told, having believed, what happened to you? You are sealed. So who bears your identity? To whom do you belong? Amen? You belong to Christ. You belong to his Father. Amen? The Holy Spirit has sealed you. The Bible says in verse 14 now, who is the guarantee of our inheritance? The redemption of the purchased position to the praise of his glory. He is a guarantee to our inheritance. Amen? Sealed becomes now a guarantee. So in other words, as you see me here, I am already sealed and I'm marked for his inheritance. Amen? I am a heir together with him. And there is a proof to it. And that's the Holy Spirit. And that's why it is important for you to understand why you need the Holy Spirit. The purpose of the Holy Spirit. My sermon is not about the Holy Spirit. It's about your identity. But you cannot have an identity without the Holy Spirit. You cannot have an identity without, first of all, believing in Him. You cannot have an, an identity without Him affirming you. And when he does it, you also know it. And that is why you gather the courage to start in public and say from today, I, Kamaua Joroge, Otieno Onyango, Jane, whoever, from today, I have given my life to Jesus. And that day is so important that you never forget it. Because there is something that has happened in your life. There is a transformation that has taken place. Your identity has been revealed to you and to us. Amen? That's why you are no longer yourself. You no longer belong to yourself, but you belong to Christ. So if you're looking for identity, what do you need? You need Christ, isn't it? You need to know who Christ is. You cannot find your identity anywhere else. It's a bit unfortunate that humanity, we are very busy trying to find fulfillment in ourselves. Trying to discover ourselves. And when that doesn't happen, 
then we say we have an identity crisis. Because we cannot be able to tell where we come from. We cannot be able to tell. Some of them, some of us, some, of, some people do not even understand whether they are male or female. It gets to that level. There's so much confusion. When we try to find fulfillment outside Christ. Church, you can never be fulfilled outside Christ. Christ himself could not find fulfillment. Though the Bible says he was God. But because he was born of a woman. And there was a reason why he had to be born of a woman. So that he can be able to redeem us. His identity had to be revealed by the Father. That even as you see him, he is my son in whom I am well pleased. He can now transact on my behalf. And that's why Jesus was so courageous. Even to tell them, I am the way. You cannot say you are the way if you are not sure of your identity. You cannot say you are truth if you are not sure of your identity. But Jesus was so sure of who he was that he could say, I am the way and the truth. Amen? I am the good shepherd. Without me, you cannot go to the Father. I am the bread of life. He even went to an extent of telling them, if you eat this bread, my body, he actually said his body is there. The bread of life. And they had difficulties trying to understand that. Why? Because to them, it has not been revealed. There are those of them that kept seeing him as a son of Joseph. And that's why he had difficulties when he went to Nazareth. Though they recognized that he had authority as he read the scriptures. And the Bible says they marveled. Why? Because some of them, when they looked at him, they saw son of Joseph. And they actually said, isn't this Joseph's son? Carpenter's son. Is he not the one who made my coffee table the other day? That's how they identified him. It's true. That was what, that was his, what he was doing. He was a carpenter repairing their coffee tables, repairing their beds. But all of a sudden he comes and appears in a synagogue and he takes the scripture, the scroll, and he reads and as he reads, they recognize there is authority and power in him. But they are not able to, to reconcile with that. But they can see he is Joseph. Because what happens is that when your identity is revealed, Pastor Joseph, you do not change. You still remain Pastor Joseph. You don't even add extra weight or lose some weight. Sometimes you may lose weight because you've got to start engage the gear of prayers, more prayers and fasting. But your physical appearance does not change. And that's why sometimes people have difficulties in accepting Ministers, because is, he not, is this not team? We've grown with him. 
what happened today that, that he was so powerful. But we recognize there was something in him. But is he not him? Physically, we will not change. But inside, we are not what you think we are. We carry the identity of Christ. Christ carried the identity of the Father. That is why the Father made that announcement. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. When we come to Christ, we cease to exist. Amen? The old, the Bible talks about the old man dies. We've become a new creation. There's a transformation that has taken place in you. That is now what we are, we should be able to identify you with. We are not going to see you as Paul, son of Maside. No. Someone is in Makomere. He is the one with Makomere. He might say all the phone, the phone names. So. <laughs> yes. He is the son of Masinde. But what he carries marvels us. When he starts to minister, we don't see Masinde. Yet he is the son of Masinde. Praise God. What transforms you? It is the identity that you've been given. Amen? By the Father. And that's the identity that we need to carry. What we need to do is to empty ourselves. When Christ was revealed, the very thing he did was to empty himself. I'm not sure the, the man went back to his brothers and sisters after that announcement. Because he ceased, as far as he was concerned, to be a carpenter. So he didn't have to go back to his profession. He ceased, as far as he was concerned, to be Mary's son and a brother to, what was it, to James and others. And he knew I have been revealed as a son of God and have an assignment to accomplish. And he did not waste his time. He moved with the power and the anointing. And immediately he was taken into the wilderness. Do you know one thing that will happen to you? That the moment you understand your identity in Christ, that you set yourself to trials and temptations. Because that identity has to be proved, has to be tested. Praise God. And he was in the wilderness for 40 days. And he was tried and tempted properly. And he came out strong. He did not give, up, give in to the enemy. Praise the Lord. 
One of the things that is going to happen to you, the moment your identity is revealed, please know for sure that it is not going to be business as usual. And this is where sometimes we Christians, when we get to that level, where we enter into a period of trials and temptations, we fail to understand it is the identity that is being tested so that it can be proved. And once you are proved, you will come out stronger than you began. Praise the Lord. Jesus made it. You and I can also make it. Our identity is in him. We cannot fight our identity in ourselves. Stop looking for who you are from yourselves. Stop even trying to go out there to find out from people to tell you who you are. They will misread you. They will misinform you. They will misguide you. Praise the Lord. It's only your father who made you and who called you who can give you, who can affirm your identity. And for you, it's already there. Praise the Lord. It's already there. It's already dictated. It's already written. You are already sealed. Let's go back to verse 13 as I close. In him, you also trusted after you heard the word of truth. Can we personalize that scripture and read it like this? In him, I also trusted. Alright? So can we do that? Let's go. In him, I also trusted after I heard the word of truth. The gospel of my salvation, in whom also, having believed, I was sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Amen? You are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. You are a child of God. You bear the identity of Christ. You need not look for any other identity. And you should not apologize. Praise the Lord. You belong to Christ. You are now sealed with the Holy Spirit. A guarantee that you are a heir. Praise the Lord. Nobody has any right to tell you otherwise. It's already spoken. It's already written. And it is sealed. Rise up. Amen. With the strength and the power. That has been given to you. And declare to the world. I am a child of God. Amen. I'm reminded of John and Peter. 
when they were taken before the council because of healing the crippled man. That's a crime they committed. And they were put before them. And the council, and they were, the council recognized that these two gentlemen, the way they are responding, they are so bold and so confident. And I like what the scripture says. They were unschooled. You've not read that scripture? Acts chapter 4? Should be verse 13 there. When they took note after interrogating them and listening to their response, these two gentlemen were not apologetic. And remember, it is the same John, it is the same Peter that denied Christ not long ago after, you know, maybe it may, may have been our six days. The same Peter had denied Jesus three times. But it's the same Peter who is so bold now to face the council, the teachers of the law, the leaders with boldness. And the scripture says, though they were unschooled, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated, I like the other fashion that says they were unschooled. And untrained men, they muffled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. The difference is that they had been with Jesus. It is not anything else. It is not education. And education is important. Please, don't be lied to. It is important. But it cannot give you an identity. It only gives you a profession. But it cannot give you an identity. It cannot divine you. People will not know who you are because of the papers that you carry. You need something else different. You need an ex something extra. Please understand. It is not the amount of money that we have it is not the position that we hold. And all those things are important. But if we do not have Jesus, if we have not taken time to be with Jesus, they will notice that we are schooled, yes, but we are useless. We have no boldness. We have no confidence. To face the challenges that comes. My brother, my sister. You need to be with Jesus. You need to have a walk with him. Because it was not that, you know, that Peter just interacted with Jesus once. Peter walked with Jesus for three good years. Hallelujah. It was not just a one, you know, an experience. It was not an, just an encounter. There was a period of walking with Jesus, hearing Jesus, being taught by Jesus, 
and being told by the same Jesus, now you qualify. Do not leave Jerusalem. Because I'm ready to now put my stamp on you and declare to the world you belong to me and release you to go and do exploits. We want to do exploits for Jesus. But we must know our identity. It is impossible for you to transform the world if you yourself have not been transformed. It will be impossible for you to change anybody if you don't know your identity. Praise the Lord. But the Lord is willing to help us. In this walk, we are not alone. Please know that you are sealed. Amen? That's a guarantee. It is a stamp. You belong to Jesus. Be bold. Do not be ashamed. Talk about him. Because when you have you are your identity, when you are so sure you are the son of so and so, you don't go, you know, mixing your legs and stammering unless you are stammering. And even if you are, when you are confident, the words come out. You've not heard the stammerers when they are so confident about what they are saying. They speak it. Yeah, they do it. So, what you call it is so important. Don't be ashamed to share him with others. Amen? Don't be ashamed to share him with others. He's already declared who you are. And you know it. Amen? Move. Complete the assignment that the Lord has given you. You know your assignment. Each one of us here knows we have an assignment. All of us have an assignment to proclaim him into the marketplace. And I like what uh, team is coming up with. Because we need professionals that will go to the market who are not ashamed to say, I have been with Jesus. Who are not ashamed to say that it's Jesus that we need in this situation. Because they are not ashamed of their identity. I'm not ashamed to say that I am a son of so and so. Because that's whom I am. May the Lord help us. Amen? Our fulfillment is not in ourselves. It is in God himself. Why? Because we are made in the image and likeness of God. And our mission on earth is to reflect his glory. That is what your identity needs to reflect. When Jesus was declared to be the son of God, when he moved into the synagogues, he was so bold. His presence, even though they did not want to believe it, there were signs and wonders. People are healed. Amen? Miracles started start taking place. Hallelujah. You want to... Let me tell you something. As I close. The woman with the issue of blood, 
who believed that if only she touches the hem of his, her, his garment, she will be well. I don't think it was the first time she, she had heard about Jesus. She may have heard about Jesus the carpenter before. Jesus had walked through those roads delivering stools and whatever. And the woman was still suffering. But she could not have the revelation because he had not been revealed. He had not been declared by the Father. The authority had not been transferred to him. So not until the authority was transferred that this woman knew that even touching the hem of his garment is enough after the authority has been transferred to you. Amen? Things change. Some of you, even the hem of your garments will heal people. Amen? Your presence, just walking into a room, someone will get healed. Start believing God for those extraordinary miracles. They are not for a season. They are for eternity. They are supposed to continue on earth. And if possible, even when we go up there, we will not need miracles anyway. Praise the Lord. So once your identity has been revealed, you can do anything. You have the power. You have the authority. You can invent anything. Praise the Lord. And that anointing is being released for inventions. Amen? For creation, you can create. Hallelujah. But you must be able to identify yourself. First of all, you must be able to know that you belong to Him. You must believe that you are sealed. You must believe that you've been stamped. You must believe that you can do it. You must believe that it is not for some special type of people. All of us who are in him can do exploits. May we stand on our feet. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Our Father in heaven, we want to thank you. We thank you for you are the Lord our God. The one who made us in your image and in your likeness. You are our Father who gave us your Son Jesus to die on our behalf. Who transformed our lives from darkness into light. Who opened our eyes when we were blind and now we can see. Who has set us free from captivity into freedom. This our Lord, as we look to you, Jesus, we want to say we are grateful for the revelation that we are your children, sealed by the Holy Spirit as a guarantee that we are heirs together with you, Christ. And you who has given us 
this revelation, you've also given us the authority to act on your behalf when we are here on earth. And Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, as you open our eyes to reveal our identities, may we be courageous enough. May we receive the spirit of power, the spirit of liberation, so that, Lord, we will be able to fulfill the assignments that you have given each one of us. We ask that our master, you open our eyes to see what you see. You open our ears so that we can be able to hear you as you speak. May we not see defeats. May we not see struggles. May we not see pain. May we see the power that is in you, King of Kings. Blessed be your holy name. Reveal yourself to us. We pray in Jesus' name.